I'm April Willis, and you're listening to the Unbound Outdoors Collective, the podcast where us ladies get to chat unapologetically about hunting, fishing, all things outdoors, and our experiences within. On this episode of the Unbound Outdoors Collective, I'm chatting with Donna Hepner from Black Bear Remedies. We're going to chat a little bit about her business and how it relates to the outdoors, as well as the positives and negatives of having a business in the outdoor space. She's also going to tell us some fun little stories about hunting with her husband and her family. So today I have Donna Hepner here with me from black bear remedies and donna and i are going to chat a little bit about her business and being a business person in the outdoor world so donna for those of us who don't know you that well tell us maybe a little bit about yourself well thank you for asking i feel humbled to do so i'd like to know about you and all the listeners that i'm listening to but since i'm the only one talking right now i guess i'll just talk about me um yeah i live in winnipeg with my five kids my husband david and usually when i introduce all our kids names it's like we need name tags so there's five of them so (laughs) i won't even bother going through it but um yeah i grew up in winkler and just sort of I would call it probably normal life. Not sure what you all want to know. Loved the outdoors growing up, like didn't live in the outdoors sort of on a daily lifestyle basis. But my dad made sure that we went camping every year. And when we were out at, somebody would always let us use their cabin in, in BC. And whenever we were there, he would make sure that, you know, we climbed mountains and we walked in the forest. And I loved it. My sisters didn't always love it, but yeah, I was right in my element. Right. Um, and s- go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So did you, did you do any hunting as when you were growing up or it was just more of like being in the outdoors and the hiking and nature and stuff? Um, I did not do any hunting. My dad hunted. It was very common for us to have a deer on the table or hanging in the garage. It was as normal as my mom bringing home ground beef from the uh, superstore. Um, But back then it was just like, it was his man sport with his man friends, like, and, and no big deal. Like that's just kind of what it it just wasn't what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't feel like left out or disadvantaged by not going with it just sort of just how it was done. You know, my dad is a pastor. And so that was a really uh, refreshing time for him too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it worked in our home. Right. And so would see, I know David a little bit more obviously from social media and, you know, acquaintances around. So would, would he be someone that kind of pushed you into the outdoors a little bit more? That's, that's how I got into it. Yeah. So he's, he's like a hunter, like that is, well, if you know, right, if you know him at all, like that's a really big part of who he is. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, when I married him 18 years ago, I mean, I, um, I helped him out with his hunting cause he was hunting to start with. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, anything from like helping him drag deer out of the bush to helping him cut up the meat, cooking it, um, 
when he first took me hunting, okay, when I first started with him, I was pregnant. I was eight months pregnant and we drove in and it was cold. It was winter. And right as we were going to turn to our spot, some other hunters did. So we decided to change the plan and I was going to push push for him. Oh my. So I'm pregnant. I, I'm walking through the bush, pushing bush for him. But for me, it's no big deal. Like I'm, I, like I said, I, I love the outdoors. I was a very like into athletics, right? So pushing bush at eight months, it's just not even no big deal. So um, that didn't really work. We were actually driving out of the area because everything sort of just failed. And we're routinely stopped by conservation. And it's cold and I'm wearing my face mask. And I'm not aware of my attire. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't even take my face mask off. And they're asking me questions like, Hey, are you hunting? Uh, I said, I'm pushing bush and, and I don't have a tag. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were just sort of, we had changed plans and anyways, so I'm talking to them in my face mask, totally pregnant. And, and they're not really happy that I'm pushing bush. <laughs> I don't oh. have a tag. And anyways, I got a warning. Um, and it was all like, I'm just all new to it. And anyways, it it, it ended up turning out like, all right, I'm, it was one of my first lessons in learning um, what's supposed to be done and not supposed to be done. Yeah, the, the to-dos and not to-dos. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. And, and because like, um, I'm, I like, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't lie. Well, mm-hmm. not that I've never lied as a human being, but like, that's not what I like to do. And it's not what I naturally react in doing. So like, yeah, yeah, I'm pushing bush. <laughs> just so you, you kind of gave yourself in, but not really like, you just, just gave you a warning. Yeah. Kind of me if you want. Yeah. And so like, I've, I've hunted like in the blind with him when he was deer hunting. Um, he's really hardcore. Right. So when the deer finally came, I, I think I was bending down to get something. So he's like, don't move, like, don't look, don't nothing. And uh, he ended up missing that shot. But like, so I, I hunted with him, didn't see anything, wasn't allowed to look because I couldn't move. I didn't want to oh, no. deep. <laughs> and then, and then the next one, we're driving around and he sees a buck, he wants to stalk it. So I had to wait in the vehicle. That was my third kind of hunt. So all just sort of like really boring, really like, <laughs> you know, and then, like, and then so uh, I had to drink it here out of the bush. Then he took me bear hunting. And can you go climb up in a tree? Yeah, I can do that. No problem. No big deal. I zip up into the tree, going to be watching him hunt. And I sit in my stand and I look down and I realize if I fall off the stand, it's really far down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I start my, I start getting really scared and my vision goes blurry oh, no. and I have to labor breathe. Like, okay, I'm using my skills, right? Yeah. And he doesn't know what's <laughs> going on for me. And he just says, okay, can you strap yourself in? I just, I just say, uh, nope, not moving at all, actually. <laughs> so, oh, no. so he straps me in for me. <laughs> my body's able to calm down. So that's my introduction to hunting. Oh my gosh. Like so many different, you know, from being in a tree stand to pushing bushes, sitting and then waiting, like <laughs> you really got thrown into everything right at the beginning. <laughs> Oh yeah. It was so, so fun. <laughs> did, uh, did David harvest a bear that time? Oh man. You know what? In all my preparation, I forgot to ask him if that one was successful, but I, so I can't answer that question, 
maybe at a later date, but I do have a different story about that hunt. Oh, sure. Is, um, we're sitting in the tree stands and a bear comes, puts its paws in our tree, the front paws, you know how mm-hmm. they can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of normal if you're a bear hunter, but for me, that's not normal at the right. time. And I'm like, okay, my tree, get, get off my tree, you know? Right. <laughs> so I whip out my bear spray, but David's sitting a bit lower than me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, put that thing away. I'm like, <laughs> you just like, yeah, I'm just like, my reaction is like, this is my tree. So if you touch my tree, you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I put it away. I said, all right, then David, like, take care of this thing. Like, just, right. but he's all calm, you know, like, you know, he'll poke it in the nose if it starts climbing up with his arrow, but he's like, not concerned. And I'm like, ah, emergency. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So how, how did you feel like, how was the transition for you from being like just an, you know, an outdoors person to now being with a hunter and like being fully involved in all of that? Was that, was that an easy transition for you or was it a little bit hard? Um, like the part that was easy was like, it doesn't bother me, like cutting up me, like grabbing a hoop to pull it out of the bush, like that, all that stuff, cooking it. Like some people, I don't have a problem or whatever, like that. I didn't sort of bat an eye. What was hard was the, um, like, cause he is like, really good at what he does and he puts himself totally into it. Mm-hmm. And so that also takes a lot of time and that's can be really intense. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, that all of a sudden became a big part of my life. And since I wasn't involved in it initially, and I'm not totally now, but especially initially, I like, uh, it's like, oh, like maybe felt a bit left out sometimes, but now I'm getting more involved in it and, and having my own place. So then that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so m- many people might know, and most people probably don't know, but you have a little bit of a, a unique business that ties right into all of this hunting and especially bear hunting. Can you tell us a little bit about that? You bet. Yeah. So um, we have really grown in our, I say, conservation, uh, hunting attitude and use of the animal. So like when we started, when he first shot his bear, oh, like the dirty secret truth is we didn't eat the bear. Cause mm-hmm. we like, we were eating deer, but like we had heard from other people, like bears are gross and you're legally mm-hmm. allowed to waste them. So we thought, well, it's probably cause they're so gross. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I, the other things of this in my life where you just, I just do it a certain way. Cause that's what you hear and that's whatever. But then one year we just like decided, let's just try eating the bear. <laughs> we ate it and it was so good. Right. And we're like, what have we been doing? Right? Like now we would never shoot an animal without using it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that it's so important for people not to be embarrassed of like their past or their, their growth story, because mm-hmm. that's just, how life works it's just growing and learning anyways eating bears for years right I did not even realize I was throwing bear fat away like I had five kids and babies hadn't slept for like a decade properly Um, and so just like trying not to be like overtired which leads to crazy behavior (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just, just trying to just live life well when my neighbor who's indigenous, her name is Elsie. 
uh, and her daughter Helena and now her their other family live there as well but Elsie was like you guys bear hunt I'm like yeah well could I have some fat oh sure so I tell David could you like save them some fat and he did and I brought it over to her and and I'm just asking like what do you do with it well she renders it like I guess explain to me what that was right and we use it yeah traditionally for skin issues so also like oh yeah like I'm so even tired and asking her just but like just realized oh wow okay <laughs> I, I now know and so I say to David we got to not waste this fat anymore so we keep it and I'm starting you know to store up fat in the freezer and I'm still so just tired as a mother like physically but also mentally like I for example mm -hmm. I would have had that idea on my own and then a friend of mine uh, who is Métis her name is Natalie she together with me she mostly did everything helped me to make my first batch of bear butter which it was just beeswax and bear oil we put some lavender and frankincense in there um and and it just it, yeah it just helped me to do that just because mm -hmm. I was still so tired and that was actually the only thing that cured her little she had a little fair skin baby the only thing that cured his diaper rash so since Elsie and Natalie kind of got me kick-started into it, then I had the strength and energy to sort of start at least using bear oil for our family. Okay. And we were, yeah, just began using it as a family. And I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So in high school, I'm just like, uh, you know, as people are talking about what they're doing in college, university, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. So I've got my plan. So I, wow. I always wanted to do that. And mm -hmm. I always wanted four or five kids. So I, you know, I was like, I'm on, I'm on plan, April. <laughs> I'm on the schedule. I'm homeschooling my kids. Oh, We've wow. tried public school, private school, homeschooling. And I set it on homeschooling. And it just, I thought it was the best fit, even though right. there's some hard things about it too. For sure. But um, yeah, so then I just, all of a sudden I have this idea, like I want to be at home with my kids. So maybe I can, maybe I can sell bear fat like maybe I can do that like I never ever thought I would have my own business like that's and like I mean I just been like changing diapers making soup cleaning the house <laughs> like I tell you April when I started like I like Instagram was like a insta what like, it was <laughs> like I was gone for a decade from the world right. <laughs> and I'm just sort of like yeah wanting to start my own business so and I've been rambling a lot a lot about that so I'm not sure where you want me to go now no that's <laughs> that's great but so okay so why why bear fat what like why isn't it deer fat or moose fat or or duck fat like why why bear oh well just because we have bear fat I mean we could have I could have used deer fat too but it was just like a friend like a neighbor who sparked my idea right okay like gave me that idea to use it mm -hmm. I guess at the time I never what, no, no one sort of um, got me onto the idea that, you know, deer fat could also be useful mm -hmm. and good. And it, it does stink more too, right? So right. deer fat's super <laughs> easy to use. And, and it's, yeah, so it just, I sort of, I just started just getting into it. It's like, I didn't even really ask to, or like think one day, like what weird business can I start? Right. It just sort of, yeah, just got into it and and have it and other hunters started offering me their bear fat for free oh. so I could run my business right. and so just all this resource just 
and David, he guides for stick flingers outfitters. So, um, he, so then there's another chance for bear hunters to have the chance to offer me their fat for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just have all this resource just pooling into my lap and mm-hmm. now I'm going to start doing something with it. Right. And, th- and that makes sense too, right? Like I, I knew that David does quite a bit of bear hunting. You see a lot of photos, but I didn't realize that he also guided. So that makes complete sense. Like, like you said, you have all of these resources that are, you know, th- available to you sort of thing with all of these people that are um, patrons of that business. So that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, right. So what is it? <laughs> What has it been like for you to start this business? Like now, you know, like you said, you were away from social media for, you know, a while while you were having babies and taking care of them. So how has it been now that, you know, social media is such a huge part of having a business? Is that, has it been okay for you? Has that been a struggle? Okay, April, I wasn't just away from social media. I never (laughs) started on social media. Like when Facebook first started coming out, mm-hmm. we had a computer, like this is now like years and years ago, like 16 years ago, 15, mm-hmm. but I was already having my first baby. So like, and I was all in motherhood. So like, I don't have right. time for social media. Like I'm just trying to have a time for a shower right. and like go for a run. So I never started. And so maybe I, I mean, I had a Facebook account. I made one when my son was like one years old and like never posted another picture probably till I started my business. (laughs) That's like, that's where I was. (laughs) I was like, it's like, what's this button, David? Like, you know, it was like, yeah. What, like, so yeah, when I started my business, I had to ask conservation, like, like, what do I even need? Like, what permit do I need? Like Mm -hmm. I was complete, I was not a business person, not even close not yeah so um that's <laughs> I've learned let's just say I've learned a lot like I can actually post I still like even to my post today like David's like you made a spelling mistake I'm like oh yeah okay like I'm not my, my details are not my forte right? right so but yeah I still feel like I'm doing fantastic well that I mean like you know what just getting into social media and the like technological age like that's a big deal like how, Donna do you mind me asking how old you are Oh yeah, I'm 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. it's it's kind of uncommon for a 40 year old not to be like super super tech savvy, but it makes sense for you. You had a lot going on, right? Um, yeah, it's incredibly uncommon. <laughs> if you got to know me, I'm also just yeah, you, you would understand. I'm just like, was I born in the right era? But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Like oh, yeah, so, there was social. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. That's okay. There was times when like the kids were little or when I first started, um, like I wouldn't even touch the business for six months, really. Like it was just like, I was sort of started 2019 Christmas, but between then and now the actual amount of business I've done has like, it. it's hard because like, um, like I want to do the business. It's great. It's a healthy thing to do, providing for a family and also giving people like a really valuable item. I mean, Mm -hmm. people have dry skin issues, all kinds of issues. And it's like, man, you don't need to suffer with that. I mean, when our kids have anything, it's always, I just put some bear oil on it. Like we never need to go search for the cream that's going to cure something. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So 
So it's great, but I'm also um, like a mom, right? And so if my kids are bored or if they're needing to learn how to solve problems without fighting or need to go to sports practice or I need to cook them nutritious food, right? Like I'm still having to juggle that. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, let's just say, I feel like not everything really gets the attention that it should, but I have to be okay with that. I mean, people have to be okay with doing their best and, and just feeling like, okay, how I'm doing it, it's a healthy way of doing it. Right. And, and that's it. What else yeah. can you do? Right. Yeah. You have a, a home to, you know, a home to take care of children to take care of. And it's not like you only have one, you have five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that takes up a lot of time. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Um, right. You were saying that you use it for a lot of like skin stuff. So can you tell me about like what what types of what types of um what's the word i'm looking for irritations or issues Uh, there we'll go we'll go with issues so what kind of skin issues would you use this for and like what so what would be like the the worst that you've seen and and that got like the attention that it needed with your products yeah okay so when I started, I was just making, I thought a moisturizer, right? Cause mm-hmm. I have very dry skin and lotion, regular off the shelf lotion doesn't cut it for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't even own a bottle of lotion. So it's what I, I mean, I use bare oil in my hair. Um, I always just tell people that, you know, my kids will come out of the tub and we'll use the bare oil product head to toe. Like they're completely shined down, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they feel like taking the time for that, that day, anyhow. Um, so just moisturizing our skin. And then it was actually customers who were letting me know, you know what, like there was a guy who had had, um, cancer treatments and he had this funny rash always on his forehead. And he's like, you know what? I found your product. And I just use this little toothpick sized, um, bit on my forehead every day. And my rash is cleared up and and I love it. Right. Yeah. He uses my um, fragrance free or my natural chocolate body butter Mm -hmm. And, and, and I don't hide it. My body butter. I, I mix it with other natural ingredients. Bear oil is sitting like a bit less than half, somewhere around a third. And then I have pure bear oil options. Like um, you can like, I, I've made like a sort of a product for people who don't really care about the traditional healing grease. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want something that's really light and silky smooth and not as greasy and smells nice. Mm-hmm. So um, you can choose that like my body butters, or you can just go with like the traditional healing grease, which is what I use a lot. Cause it's really um, economical for me just to use what I have mm-hmm. for free. Um, and so um, yeah. So anyways, those are the two options. I got a little bit of rabbit trail there, but the uses for them, like a customer would come to me and say, you know what, when we were camping, we had the natural chocolate body butter. And it's the only thing that kept my little kids from scratching their mosquito bites all night. Oh. And it was a really hot commodity. I'm like, oh, okay. So then we, <laughs> I started using bear oil on my kids, you know, cause I was just used to using whatever is on the shelf or mm-hmm. post bug bites. Right. Um, I've had people come to me and this is a really weird one. Like the lady burned herself with a, with like a waffle iron and she Ooh. used some body butter on her arm. And she said, Oh yeah, that totally did the trick. And I, I don't really, really share that too much. Cause I still don't quite get how that works, but I like mm-hmm. had a number of people with like burns. I always say like, you should cool them first. Right. Right. But I mean, some people have come to me and said, no, it, like it really works well. I'm like, okay. Okay. We are, don't understand that one. Um, love if some scientists would like to volunteer their time to like, let me know why that works. But <laughs> so if you're listening, just give me a message. Um, 
yeah. And then I have, um, I have a coordinator who coordinates one of my markets and she just said, yeah, she uses it for her when she gardens, she always gets a rash and she uses the, she uses a fragrance free body butter on her arms and she doesn't experience problems with a garden rash anymore. Um, yeah. So like of all these things, oh yeah. Or people use it for their eczema. Some people just find like nothing else helps my eczema. So this mm-hmm. works for me. or, or this helps my eczema. It doesn't totally take it away, but helps, you know, like I have different testimonies of different people. So, uh, so my stories for my product aren't something I originally intended for them to be helpful. And I, and I can't advertise that they will do that, right. The drug companies mm-hmm. have all the rights for that, but I can share like so-and-so customer experiences this and that. And so that's right. sort of what I've been starting to do on social media. just is advertise that. Like if my kids have hand, foot, mouth, I'm just like, yeah, grab some bear oil. And when my daughter ran into poison Ivy, we started with the doctor stuff. And then I realized I don't like this stuff. So now we just mm-hmm. use bear oil for poison Ivy. Um, learned that you shouldn't put beeswax. No, pro- none of my products with beeswax. You're going to poison ivy while it's burning though. Wait till the burn's gone. Oh, okay. by trial and error. <laughs> right, right. Well, and I mean, how else would you know, right? Um, that's right. Yeah. Um, so now here's a, a thought I had. What's, what is it like being an entrepreneur in like the hunting community? Um, well, I guess, uh, that's a good question, April, because, um, like, I just feel, I don't, I don't know if I feel like I'm specifically in the hunting community. Like, I feel like I'm in the world with my family, with my neighbors, with everyone I meet, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't spend too much time on hunting forums or anything like that. Like, um, you have to pick what you, what you're going to put your time towards. Right. right. Um, so yeah, like when I go to, let's say outdoor shows or something, there is a, a more hunting community or group that I, um, I'm in at that time and it's great. Like they're so receptive and think that right. this is a great idea and you know, this is the natural remedy from the earth. So yeah, so they're great. I mean, I find there, we have, you know, that like minded thought and in using bear oil so Mm -hmm. I would just say great yeah so that so that's like the really wonderful and like connected community positive side do you ever experience anything because there's a lot of people out there who as soon as you say anything about bear hunting like their hackles are up and like the red flags are out so do you have to do you have to deal with that at all especially on social media or have you kind of like found a way to post and show things to kind of like keep that negative stuff at bay right that's a good question um yeah I find it really sad when people post negative things just because Mm -hmm. it's uh you know it's arguing and it's fighting and I and I don't like that in the world (laughs) yeah um but I'll tell you what like um let's start with in person when I have been at markets I have totally met people who um, are not happy that the bear has been shot or have been sad that the bear has been shot. And I always welcome those conversations. I just say, I'm so glad that you feel free to come and talk to me and to mention what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, because I find a lot of people who are sad that the bear has been shot are actually compassionate like compassionate people and they're coming from a place that they're just feeling sad about it Mm -hmm. and so 
we have a discussion um like there's a lady who came by my booth and like oh poor bear and everything like that and I just let her know like that she was safe to express how she felt and then I let her know that how we hunt that um because uh, these are things I wouldn't also know if I wasn't married to David so mm-hmm. like so we have like I've mentioned growing in our conservation and our and our good attitude of hunting well um so now we are at the point where we really target older male bears and I just let them know those are the bears that are going to be more likely to kill cubs to greet their mom they will be more successful in the takedown of a deer or an elk and bears eat animals alive they don't kill them first so it's really a gruesome and painful experience for the animal getting eaten mm-hmm. and so when the way we hunt, we really save the animal population a lot of pain. And we, we, we feed more bears than we kill. And we use the bear. It's all practical for me, you know, mm-hmm. it's right. And so um, just that it's sort of it's actually a bit of a kindness to the animal population, the way that we hunt. I mean, even if you're going to not eat animals and you're going to farm, you're going to destroy habitat for mice and gophers or whatever to create your farmland. Like there's no way. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. And I can, I can agree with that. There's no way to avoid death, but Mm -hmm. the way we hunt is just optimal. And it's just like the kindest way that we can do it. And so when I'm in person talking with people like that, I mean, it just usually goes so well. I mean, I've even had people interested in my products by the end of our conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so that's all good. Like, come talk to me. Um, and, and not that I'm going to change their mind or let them know like, I expect that they're going to think differently. But, you know, there's not that animosity, you right. know, um, you know, online, I don't, I don't deal with that. Like if people are going to say stuff, I don't even really read it because um, you don't know that you you can't actually know the person. Like, so someone could be actually caring about bears and maybe just not aware that, no, I'm not shooting cub mothers, like their mothers. No, I'm not like, they could just be unaware of how we do things Mm -hmm. and and or they could be a person who is actually just trying to disturb the world with violent speech and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're actually may, may may care about bears they might not and it, you just I just find it's really almost impossible to make peace over social media so right. I just I don't bother with that I I find that's a bit of a losing battle and so um it's unfortunately like I, I think I have maybe posted, I can't even remember in the past, at least just so people um, wouldn't be ignorant of the good things that are going on. Because, you know, if I wasn't a hunter and someone told me, yeah, this lady Black Bear Remedies, she's shooting the mother of that cub, you know, and I'd probably be mad too. Mm-hmm. So I, it's good for me to at least post, and I have to check if I have done that, post to let people at least know and can make an informed decision about how they want to feel. Right. But trying to argue with someone or something like that, like I, I just... I don't see a high percentage chance of it even working out. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, it's just not part of my life. Yeah. It's, and it's hard um, on social media and online in general, or even over text, like it's hard to find 
find out what somebody's intentions are or you know the the tone of their you know voice if you will when it's something typed you can you can never really understand that but at least in person you're able to you know feel the person and you know decide how you're going to go about having a conversation yes you said it exactly right on yeah yeah well, I'm glad, and you know what, it, it's kind of refreshing to hear that, you know, you just, you just don't, um, not give in, but you just, you don't um, entertain the, the negative stuff, because that's exactly it. Having a, having a disagreement or an argument with somebody over the internet isn't getting, isn't getting anybody anywhere. And they're, you know, like you said, they're probably not receptive to it anyway. So what's what's the point? And that just, I feel like that probably keeps you a little bit more positive in your life as well when you have a lot going on. Oh, absolutely, April. Like, you know, you have to be positive and speak positively to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just listen to myself. <laughs> and, um, you know, I know, I know that I'm doing my best. And if I can make piece of people possible I will you know right. as best as I can for sure and and because you're grow like you know you're trying to grow a business and you know reach more of an audience like having that positive mindset keeps you pushing forward because if you were sitting in a negative all the time you you know you might quit you might not you know you might not go to an event you might not speak to somebody that could be a sale or relationship for you Oh, exactly. Like when I might, when I went to my first farmer's market ever, um, you know, a lady came by my stand. And like I said, in person, the conversation was very respectful, even though we disagreed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, I have people and lots of people in my life that I disagree on some areas, but I still love them and we have a good relationship, right? Disagreement yeah. is that's going to happen. But it, it, when it went to social media, unfortunately, then the respect was lost, right? But so, yeah, that market, I actually did leave for a few months. I didn't, like, I had to sort of just sort of assess, like, <laughs> what's what's going on or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just decided, I'm like, the, these people, the ones who are legitimate, you know, don't want animals hurt unnecessarily. And I'm in agreement with them on that. And so then mm-hmm. I'll just keep going forward providing for my family, right? Because... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know other, what other option there would be. Yes. Cause my, my business is our bare fat that, that we have harvested plus other hunters who would usually uh, waste their hunt, their fat, mm-hmm. they donate to me. So it's really just like, it's scavenging things that have been wasted, you know, since the traditional lifestyle of harvesting has been lost. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of getting mm-hmm. back to that and, and just, and, And so I think that's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Um, And so speaking of, speaking of growing businesses, is there, do you have any big business plans uh, for your future? Or like, do you have any goals? Are you creating anything new? Okay. Well, thanks for asking. Um, So this is the first year my kids uh, have all gone to full-time school. So I wanted to, yeah, just try out, just going for it. Right. Just right. actually putting time into it and just assess what do I even need to do? What am I behind on schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm almost completed a year of doing markets, not a, a lot of markets, not even probably not even half of them, but just mm-hmm. doing different markets and making connections with people, mm-hmm. which is fun. I love talking with people because that's the whole reason I have their oil. Cause 
you know, make people happier. It makes your skin happier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm in some different stores, you know, Heartland Archery in Winnipeg, Smoke and Fish mm-hmm. in Selkirk, Aviva, Natural Health in Winnipeg, um, Piranata in Winkler. And, and so I'm in the process of assessing, like, cause my kids will say to me like, mom, um, you are here, you're going to too many markets on the weekends and we want to see you. Right. So I'm uh, in the process of assessing like, okay, so where should I keep going to markets and where should I sort of push stores and, right. and just manufacture and then let others sort of do the selling. So I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit in that process as far as the actual products, like I've got my whip butters. Now I, I actually have to put it on, um, up on the on the website now that my kids are in school like these are things I want to do like offer all the products I have at markets on my website too just like Mm -hmm. that you can buy pure bear oil from me or bear oil with beeswax for this Christmas I've got uh yeah I've got a yeah some ideas like I I want to make um like the traditional thieves bomb right and it smells really Christmassy what they used to use for just sort of um they call it thieves bomb and it you know it overpowered bad scents and a little bit I think that they used it for kind of a bit of sanitizing their hands and Mm. just rub it on a tummy from what I've read so far I'm not don't take my sort of official stamp word from it this is what I've read read so far Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. create that product or different scents yeah I've got always ideas in my mind um tons of like um I've been washing my face sometimes with uh, bare fat and I mix it with sand right Mm -hmm. Uh, to exfoliate and I really love it like in a Manitoba winter, it's so hard to use soap on your face in the winter because everything's so dry. dry so yeah. Like an exfoliator that really moisturizes. So yeah, lots of lots of different products to come watch for them on my website or at my farmer's markets. Um, That's- they're really fun and exciting to use, like all the different smells. I've got this big box, right, of essential oils. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you want to know any more specific products I'm thinking about, but I, I mean, it depends if you want to like let the cat out of the bag, <laughs> right? If right. you want to keep some things hidden as secrets and surprises, then go ahead. If you want to spill the beans on everything, then you go for it. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just say, watch for that thieves bomb. I know um, my father-in-law, I've made it for him before and he loves it. And I two years, I think I've been trying to make it again. So maybe this year with my kids in school, I'll actually get to it for this Christmas. And, and then after that, maybe I'll keep some surprises. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Let, let people know that there's some things coming down the pipe, but they have to, they have to watch you to find out. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's awesome. I've, I've kept you for almost an hour here. I do want to know though, do you have anything um, I meant I mentioned to you earlier, like promo codes or sales, but is there anything that you kind of want to mention right now, or even a product that you want to mention that, you know, you'd really like to see some more people out there trying? Well, you know, when I started April and I don't know why I thought this, I assumed people would not want to buy pure bear oil. Okay. So I made up a recipe, you know, incorporated with the shea butter and cocoa butter and grapeseed oil and the different essential oils, some different scents of that whipped body butter. And it works great, like tons of fantastic stories, but I'm realizing like people actually want to, and I love it, the traditional, just bare fat healing grease, I call it. So I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have a promo code for 
and I'm going to, I'm going to be putting them on my, my website. My goal is this month to have them on my website for all my pure bare fat products. So you can buy like pure bare fat, bare fat with beeswax. I've got like an eye stick that I make, um, my exfoliator, just all my pure bare fat products. And I thought the perfect promo code would be April and um, just do April. Your name's April. And, okay. and I, would, I would say 20% off of those okay. products if they use the promo code April. And, and let's just try that. So um, yeah, okay. that's, that's what I want to pitch, that traditional healing grease. It, it's really fantastic. Okay, let's let's give that a try. So, if people want to find that, where what is the website to find your store and those products? So, www.blackbearremedies.com. You can find my web- website. And I always just tell people like if you want to go on Instagram and mess give me a message or um or email me like my emails blackbearremedies at gmail.com. Just feel free to um, ask me any questions. Don't feel like anything is something that you shouldn't be asking. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And and your Instagram is also Black Bear Remedies, right? Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. So, and this is something that when I read emails and I read websites, I have to make sure to like think hard about this. When you type Black Bear Remedies, you have to remember that there's a double R in there. For, uh, for bear and remedies yes that's right because i always forget that and i would like i would probably email black bear remedies with only one r in the middle so so everybody who's listening remember that there's two r's in a row oh, that's very good administration april <laughs> well, thank you so we can find you can find donna at www.blackbearremedies.com as well as instagram is black bear remedies and her email is blackbearremedies at gmail.com, correct? That's perfect. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me, Donna. I really, I, I learned a lot and, you know, I, I kind of knew that this episode would open my eyes and I'm, I'm really happy it did. Oh, wow. That's very nice words. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so humbled and flattered. You want to talk to me for a straight hour. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Well, Donna, have a wonderful day and thank you again. Oh, thank you too. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks.